Jessica Anderson and John Kusher, two divorce lawyers podcasting about family law, relationships, and celebrity splits. You're listening to Love Court Off the Record. I thought that the Pope was coming around and teaching, you're not here to judge. That's not right. our job to judge. That's what I thought the new Pope was kind well, of so about. So the church has never been cool with incest, though. No, not incest. Yeah, we're not talking about incest. We're just talking about incest. <laughs> No, we're going back to the Catholics. Okay. No, we're talking Catholics. So are we on the air now? Yes, oh, we are. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was my fault. <laughs> Pope Francis, he's, like you were saying, he was really, he's cool with a lot of the things that Catholics generally aren't cool with. Right. Like, I think he's being a little more tolerant of gays and gays, saying this yep. isn't the time for us to judge. That's not our job. Right. And another thing that he was saying was okay is if you were divorced um, legally, but not in the eyes of the church, and you become civilly remarried, that it's okay. You can still take communion. You, you can still be a good Catholic. Well, the Archbishop of Philadelphia, he's the head of the Roman Catholic Church in Philadelphia. He's closing the door on that. He's saying that um, if you're divorced and you're Catholic, you can't have sex. You can get remarried if you want, but you have to live like brother and sister. With or, who? With your husband or your new wife. Why can't you have sex with them? Well, you can, but that means you're not a good Catholic and you can't take communion. I don't understand. You were divorced. You were, you're violating one of the covenants of being a good Catholic, getting divorced. That's like the old school rule. So your punishment is you can't have sex? Yes. It's not a punishment. It's just if you want to be a virtuous Catholic after ending your marriage and you want to get remarried, you may not have sex. I have a real problem with this because <laughs> I no feel sense. like Catholic doctrine, the whole don't have sex thing has been a huge problem for the Catholics to begin with, especially Catholic priests in light of all that we know now about the right. abuse scandals. And for someone to come out and say that part of being a human being is that you want to have sex. It's right. one of the few fun things we get to do in life. There's like that, water slides, <laughs> frisbee. Frisbee. Hacky I mean, sack? I mean, a frisbee? Why is frisbee fun. fun? It's all on the wrist. Because you can play with your dog. Yeah, you can play with anybody. I'm, sh I'm sure that we could probably think of other fun things other than frisbee. Nope. That's Just it? sex and frisbee. And water slides. Water, water slides, slides are, are fun. fun. Yes, I would agree. Um, but not coasters. when they're too fast and then you get that wedgie. It's it's kind of uncomfortable. It can be unfun. Maybe the one that just spins around a little bit that kind of goes in the circle. That yeah. would be fun. Okay, bicycle riding on a nice day. That's fun, right? Yeah. I don't know if I put it next to sex, though. <laughs> People say heroin is fun. I mean, I don't know. There's <laughs> I've never done it. Now, Jess, I'm going to say no to the heroin. I, I would, too. I would, too. But I'm just saying. I'm about going on a hike. Compared to sex? Well, look, if he's saying we can't have sex, what else can we do? <laughs> you can go on a hike. How play many frisbee. Other, go on a water slide. How many other Catholics that are higher-ups think this is a good idea? Does it say if there's any no, other that think, yeah, this, that's great? This article doesn't say that, but I mean, the the way that they're justifying this is that um, church teaching says that unless a divorced and remarried Catholic receives an annulment, a church decree that their first marriage was invalid, they are committing adultery and cannot receive the sacrament of communion, which to Catholics is like, if you're not taking communion, if you don't stand up and go and get the communion when they say it's time, then that means you're a big sinner and everybody judges you that you're still seated. Say, I just won't take communion anymore, but that'll still allow me to have sex. Is that right? Like I think if you choose thing. not to take communion in the Catholic, if you're a real churchgoer and you don't take communion, then that is a, a shameful thing, is my understanding. I'm not Catholic, but you are, aren't you? 
I, I went to Catholic school, but I never did the what's it called communion thing. That's right. We heard about that. Oh, yeah. You were we the non-communion boy, right. right? I was probably worried about God. I could never have sex again if I have communion. It's <laughs> in second grade. I'll just stop now before I even have sex. I'm just not going to take the communion because I want sex. I'm not even going to take on it. I hear it's really. Can you good. see like a a eight year old John Kusher? Like that is probably was part of his mindset. Now wait a second. You're telling me. That if I do this, I can never have sex. He, he already knew he was going to be an attorney because he's like weighing both sides of the right. issue. <laughs> right. Did you also wear a tie to school? Yeah. No, we didn't have to wear a tie. Bow tie. No. Suspenders. We had to wear a blue collared shirt and corduroy pants. Corduroy. Rocking the corduroy. And I only had one blue shirt and one pair of corduroy pants. So it was the same. You exact. wore the same clothes every day. Yeah. What happened if they got dirty? Well, they, mom would have to wash them. Why did you only have one pair? I think that's because you had to buy them from a special place, and I just think I only had one pair all the time. Did your brothers go to the school, too? No. So you didn't have hand-me-downs? They were older than I was. Yeah, but they didn't start at that school? No, they went to public school. Had some problems with them, so they shoved you right into Catholic school, right? uh, (laughs) When my parents got divorced, my dad dad was more religious-oriented than their dad was. Your parents did not get divorced. You mean when your mom and... Right, right, right. So your brothers are half-brothers. Right. Okay. We sh- someday we should delve into that Wow, issue. that seems convoluted. I had no idea about that. Yeah. So you're like an only child amongst your parents. No, I have a sister. Oh, okay. A full sister. Right. Full sister. Who's older two, or younger? Two years older. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does she listen to the podcast? Uh, I don't think so. Why? I, I don't know. My sister just doesn't, she doesn't talk to me all the time and I don't talk to her all the time. So we're not not super close. It's weird. It's so weird that you're not communicative. (laughs) So weird. (sighs) I don't, I don't understand. So anyway, (laughs) divorced Catholics can't have sex. I just don't see that the Pope would agree with that. The Philadelphia Archbishop is seriously pissing off the Pope because the Pope says he's made it clear that John Paul's proposal is simply unrealistic and unhealthy for families. You mean Pope Francis or John Paul? John John Paul Paul is the John Paul is the Archbishop. He's the Archbishop. So Pope Francis has made it clear that it's just unrealistic. It's unhealthy. People need to have sex. Is he saying that based on religion or based on science? So if you're in Philadelphia, if you move to Baltimore, are you under a different set of rules then? You check in with that archbishop, you're like, look. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) You've got to get out of this city. (laughs) Every archbishop, every, what do they call it? A area. Yeah, so each diocese. I mean, this is so restrictive. So the Philadelphia guidelines say that Catholics, there are three groups of people that cannot have sex. Same-sex partnerships, not allowed to have sex. You can be married because the law is that you can be married, but you can't have sex. Civilly remarried parishioners. And unmarried couples living together. Civilly married parishioners. What is that? Remarried. Oh, so remarried. you got divorced. Gotcha. You got remarried. You were not allowed to have sex. Yeah, what that, the hell's the point? Not happen. That it's church not would just not happen. work for me. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't see how this. The whole is reason you're getting married sustain. is so you can have sex. Because as a Catholic, you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. I know. And Catholic guilt. I have a lot of friends that are Catholics, and it, in my mind, like. With my memory of like the girls I grew up with that were Catholic, they always acted the worst, but then felt the worst about it. <laughs> like they were being bad, but then they felt so guilty. I I went to school overseas, and we had a lot of teenage pregnancy in my school. And ninety nine point nine percent of the girls that would get pregnant were Catholic, and they would say, "I'm not allowed to use condoms." You're not allowed to have sex. Like, hello. <laughs> You're not married. You forgot that rule. <laughs> you know yeah. who's happy about that, though? 
Philadelphia Satan. He's like drinking his coffee this morning. Going, <laughs> See, there's a Satan in every. Yeah, every diocese has a. Satan. For every archbishop, there's a there's Satan. There's a Satan. He's like, oh, they they fucked up again. <laughs> More people, I win. You can have sex with whoever you want, anytime you want. Just sign here. I think it's funny that Kusher's Satan voice is the same as his British accent. <laughs> the Brits are in Britain. I don't like that, Jessica. <laughs> Remember during the Mormon podcast, you be, you became God too. You oh, have this problem. Oh, I loved I you like, as God. Uh, you know. make a good God. Should, thank you. We should bring back. Let's God. not get crazy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'd be fair. Didn't become you'd be fair as God. Yeah, I wouldn't set forth those rules that have no basis in logic. Yeah. Like Philadelphia. No, that's true. I don't agree with Philadelphia's new rules. Now, John, somehow earlier we got on an interesting conversation about. Uh, superpowers things that we're <laughs> we're kind of excited about lately i was telling you that spacex has they flew up a rocket and then they landed it on a ship which is like a big freaking deal right now because time travel or not time space travel <laughs> space not tra- time travel not time travel but space travel could actually Where's be your where fact we could checker? go up we could go up there we could hang out and then we could land because basically what happens is you know you go up yeah. in space and your rocket explodes and yeah you get it detaches <laughs> yeah it detaches and now you can bring you can go up and you can go down and which like i a think plane. is yeah it's amazing i think that where we are today is going to be spectacular and then you and then you got on a tangent about time well, travel yes. i like time travel movies and i like the marvel comic book movies i think those are just fun i always often think having superpowers like if you could just pick one superpower from a menu of like a thousand superpowers like you could fly super strength invisibility run fast whatever i think i'd pick the ability to travel back and forth in time I think you could do some serious good work, not only for yourself, but for the world at hand and see a whole bunch of stuff. It'd be amazing. But then you have that, what do they call it in Back to the Future? The paradox. paradox. Yeah, the paradox of you go back in time and you mess with it. And then like one little thing you mess with screws up the entire... The butterfly effect. too. Right. I'm okay with that though. Because if I'm traveling back and forth in time, is it going to affect me or am I just going to create a new branch of a new universe And then Biff Cannon is is president of the United States and like, oh, never mind. That actually could happen. That That already happened. Who went back in time and screwed it up? Probably Donald. Yeah, think about that. For example, if you could stop the assassination of JFK... Oh, yeah. That'd be on my list. You would? Yeah. What, so, well, Russell down. Lee Harvey Oswald, or you'd go for the guys on the grass signal? Yeah, I know. That would be tough. Because you'd have to go back twice to no, figure you know, it out. You know what the simplest way to do is that you would say, leave the top on the car. To who? JFK. Oh, so I just call up JFK? No, but you would be... Mr. President. <laughs> you would be you able to go me. back in time and you could, the way I see it, going back in time, you could be like, you know, going back as an FBI agent. Maybe you're the guy that's supposed to be on the car next to him and you say... Oh, you'd have from... to go back so far to become an FBI agent. You'd have to go back to like childhood and like set oh, your course. time travel, you could back just in, say what it is. Back in the 60s, it wouldn't matter. You could just put on a, a G-Man suit, have a fake ID like... Um, What's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he fooled everyone with the checks? You can't so, I mean, catch I me think if you can. It would have been a lot easier back then. You just you would show just up. show up in a costume and like it's I'm I'm costume. on your detail, yeah. Mr. President. Yeah, I think I think that would be fine back then. I think that'd be fine. You could like show up and be like, who who with the men in black? <laughs> what would you go by? <laughs> what would your name be if you went back as um, one of JFK's Secret Service? Dudes? Joe Danger. I thought it would be something like Johnny Law or something. 
No. No? I don't think so. I, no. I don't think it'd be that obvious. I think it'd be much more, much simpler. Probably an Irish name. Because he was Irish? Yeah. She'd want to relate? Yeah. Like Danny O'Murphy or something like that. <laughs> oh, Murphy. <laughs> but you could do it. You could... You could kill Hitler when he's an infant or kill his mom. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. You're going to go back and become a baby killer? Well, What about just grabbing Hitler as a small child and being like, like, try to change him? You're going to kill him. How are you going to change Hitler? I don't know. Picturing you going back and smothering a baby. Psychotic flaw. Yeah. I think he was a psychopath. Well, I think events that transpired after that I'm sure he was molded by his... Childhood. I guess that's a fascinating concept. So you could go back and become Hitler's best friend through school and like make turn him into a good guy. I would think I would prefer that to smothering a baby. Let me be clear. <laughs> I don't want Hitler to it, live it is Hitler. in this scenario, but I, it's just picturing you in your time machine going back and smothering a baby Hitler is weird to me. It kind of bothers me. But if it's Hitler, I mean, I think that's okay, right? If you saw the baby, like, just draw a little fake Hitler mustache I on was him, thinking about would that feel too. a little less guilty because he'd be like, oh, oh look God, at him. He is, even looks evil. This is yeah. a horrible conversation. Put a little swastika on his forehead. <laughs> I don't that's think just Charles Manson. Now you're just you going could Charles stop him Manson. Too. You could yeah, stop him see, from doing that. but I think the trickle down effect. You're right, Jess. Is that we don't know that it would all be good if we stop the assassination of JFK. Is it all going to be good? What would happen no, after that? Something else really bad would well, happen. Well, if I killed Hitler as a baby, maybe JFK never becomes president. I mean, he right? was a World War II hero. Mm-hmm. Joseph Kennedy, his dad, That's was true. Like, mm, yeah, we wouldn't have had World, World War, II. War II. Think about all of the things that came from World War II. Yeah, I'd probably have to kill like Emperor. I wonder if the United Hitler? States would even be a superpower mm-hmm. if you killed Hitler as a baby, right? Because wasn't World War II what really made us a legit like? We were, yeah. am I, am we were the big dog. Am I making this mm-hmm. up? Like, Along we came Soviet in and Union. saved the day, right? Well, like, Union, MacArthur yeah. became a war hero. Would he still be one of the greatest generals of all time? I don't know. There's no doubt this would fuck shit up, but I think we'd do some real good. <laughs> I don't think you would. I think I think you'd have to keep going back to fix what you fucked up. Like, you went back, you fixed something. You thought it would fix it. You go back to present time, and then it's all screwed up. You have to go back and figure out what you fucked up. Like, where did it all go wrong? Just well, like I'm Back to the Future 3. I don't know that I'd go back pre-Hitler, though. I guess you could go back and stop World War One, and then Hitler would never be motivated to do anything, mm-hmm. maybe. Germany's rise to right. power was they were they poor and destitute, and they got screwed, right. and, and they were, right. and all of a sudden, it's so crazy to me. Like, I mean, I just came back from the Holocaust Museum and took the tour. The propaganda... That's the part that's very scary to me. Yeah. Very much like what's going on in North Korea now. This is what you watch. This is what you hear. And then you start to believe it because there's no other information that's coming in. That's the only information you're getting. Yeah, they were brainwashed. If we only heard Donald Trump, we might believe him. Right. What superpower would you want? I don't think I would want to go back in time. So that's not what I would do. I would. I've always thought it would be really cool to just be able to beam yourself to different destinations. Oh, teleportation. Yeah, that's Sweet. what I would do. Like, I don't want to be here today. I want to be on a beach. I'm going. Well, you do that already. Me? Yeah, but it co- it costs a lot of money. <laughs> it's like I have to plan it. I have to make sure my calendar's clear. This would be, I just want to go for an hour and beam myself somewhere. You could almost be like bewitched, just wiggle your nose yeah. and you'd be there. I also think it would be, although I can see the downsides to this too, but I think it would be a good thing to like, you meet someone and you immediately know their intentions. 
towards you. That's like reading their mind. I don't want to know everything that goes through their minds because then all of a sudden I feel like your mind would be like filled with other people's thoughts and that would be crazy. But just to like look at them in the eye and be like, you mean well, you don't. You're maybe in the middle and I'm not even going to That's a really good it. point. For example, your relationship, you would know immediately when you started working with John. Where one day we're going to have a business together. You know right. his integrity, you know his character, and you would immediately trust him. And maybe you would have broken off sooner because you had that immediate trust right. and connection. Well, if you go back into our friendship way back... That brings up an interesting point because I often think that I manifest things. I think I've told you that. Like if I think about something enough, like it just happens. I think everybody has that, but I realized at a pretty young age that I could do that. And I remember talking to you when we were like newbie lawyers about number one, having our own radio show. This is what it became. That was before podcasting. And then um, that we would be business partners. Don't you remember that? Me talking to you about that a long time ago? Like when we were like in 2003, 4, 5? Oh, man, you're going way back. I know. Mm, I you don't remember us having those conversations? Maybe. I'm sure it happened. I don't remember the exact details of it. I'm oh, sorry. I did. I remember. Anyway, so maybe I already have that power. But um, I think about time travel all the time, and it still hasn't manifested itself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it would be a good thing, Kushar. I think you need to rethink this idea. I think you're wrong. It would be fun to like visit places and visit historical events that happen. Maybe you go and watch the Berlin Wall coming down, the first space shuttle launch. How great would that to be there mm-hmm. and witness that? Those types of things. Or like the American Revolution. Yeah. Go back and bump into George Go to Washington. Gettysburg when it, you know, But then happens. you're going to need costumes. Not accidentally sneeze on him do? and he falls ill with some weird disease. How are you not going to stand out? Like, are you going to travel in costume? Well, yeah, I'll have to get clothing when I get there, I guess. You're going to show up like you are now and like go and buy well, clothing with what? The Terminator movies, nothing dead will go through time. So you have to find clothes when you get there. I don't have to go to like a, a general store and get some Wait, clothes. in the Terminator movie, they travel naked? Yeah. Did you ever see the Terminator no, movies? No, I don't no. like them. I don't watch that. Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up naked. So he has to go buy clothes? Well, he goes, kills somebody and steals their clothes. Is that what you're going to do? No, I'll be the good guy. Killing, the other guy in the killing baby he broke Hitler. Into a, <laughs> he broke into a department store and found stuff. I don't think killing Hitler as a baby would be wrong. Okay, I agree with you because he did so many horrible things. I totally agree he didn't deserve to live. But it's just the image of you smothering a baby. I assume you would smother it. Well, I think I would just, I don't know. I think I would take him like up into the forest and set him down until he freezes. To, I don't know what to That's do. That's horrible. That's it's, worse. It's baby Hitler. I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Oh my God! Maybe we could go back and get all of the serial killers as babies. Yeah, you know, we get Charles Manson as a baby, Mussolini. What are you gonna do, baby? Ted Bundy as a baby. I mean, just evil dictators. You're gonna go back and kill all (laughs) evil dictators. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back up. So with Hitler, I think I would befriend him and try to change his way. When you go back in time and you're doing this, how long do you intend to be back there? As, as long as it takes, because it won't affect my, my future not being there, because it's not there yet. So the rest of us just live on in this horrible thing, and only you get to, like, Well, no, you don't even it? exist yet under that timeline, right? Right. The p- space-time continuum. Actually, when I come back, you guys probably don't even exist, because killing Hitler that has such huge impact. Yeah, Your like lots of immigrants don't come over. Yeah, probably don't changes meet. all kinds of See, things. See, you can't do it. You know, you're right, because my grandparents, like, they met. My grandpa was on break from World War II and meets my grandma. 
Yeah. He wouldn't have been on break. This right? Is, yes. We have no idea what we're talking One about. One of the best time travel movies of all time was Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeves. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's a beautiful movie. He falls in love. He's like a stage actor and he sees this photo of this woman who's, you know, whatever, you know, way back. He finds out from a friend that if you go under hypnosis, you can actually time travel back. So he goes under and he falls in love with her and they fall in love. But at the very end, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a penny from the 1980s. Whoosh. And he's back. No romance. It was all... Oh. Wow. Spoiler alert, huh? The moral of that story is leave your pennies yeah, before you go the, time leave traveling. Leave the future <laughs> in the future. So uh, what would be your power? I think I would want to be invisible so that mm. I could just kind of sneak around into things. That fits you. I can see that. I could see that. Like, yeah. you know, when there's doors you closed, the meetings in my work, I would like <laughs> just walk through the door and be in the room and they would never know. I think that would be great. That would be cool. So you want to hear boardroom meetings. <laughs> You want to go to a beach, and I want to kill Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Love Court Off the Record. I'm podcast producer Connie Ray reminding you, if you want your legal questions answered by John or Jessica on the podcast, you can write to us via askjessica at alice965.com or send a private message to their Facebook page, Anderson Kusher. That's K-E-U-S-C-H-E-R.